Whew. So let me hear you say. I said, We getting booted up all over the place. Let's do it. This place. It's like, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. It's good to speak to y'all. It's good to be back broadcasting, doing what we do live, of course. Shout out to everybody following, watching, and paying attention on the X, on the Twitch, the YouTubes, and the Facebooks. We try to actually get Instagram up and running right now as well. If you're watching on Instagram, what's up? Pull up to the YouTube page as well because Instagram will be dead after an hour. Don't ask me why that's day rules. But yeah, it's good to see y'all, man. What's popping? Hope all is well. I ain't gonna lie. Can I tell y'all a secret? I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. I wanted to start the show a little different this morning. I wanted to start the show off with some hypeness. I want to start it off with some some dancehall vibe type thing, you know. I don't know, you know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all are ready for it. <laughs> I don't know if you're ready, Brandon. Bring up the order the bomb. To listen to the hottest sounds. It's the hottest mixtape in the world. And you've got it. Yeah, all right, but I can't do that because we're doing what we're doing right now. Anyway, so what's going on? We got a lot to discuss. Not only is Barbie in the news because for some reason they nominated Ken for an award, but evidently not Barbie and the director. So we're going to talk about it, even though that's not exactly how it happened, but we'll discuss how that works out. In addition to that, we're also going to talk about some of this other stuff going on. Like, did you know that the White Tiger is actually going to be possibly on the set of Daredevil? Let's talk. And... There's talk of the book of Eli coming back to the screen. Let's give you details. Bob Marley for all of me done nor a big Batman this. We're gonna talk about this movie coming up here in a little bit. The Bad Batch is coming back for a final season. All my Star Wars fans, stay tuned. Let's discuss. Did She Hulk need to get canceled? Is it not coming back? I don't know. Tatiana got some words about it. Let's discuss what's going on with that. The Moon Girl series is returning. Season two is afoot and it's dropping. In the next couple weeks so tune your ass on in because that show is dope and it's a family show motherfucker so make sure y'all tune on in this is jordan pills monkey man did you see nope if not you need to go see it because that's kind of a precursor to this last airbender finally motherfucker is on its way next month in the netflix catalog and i'm geeked up i ain't even gonna lie to y'all but right about now man let's go ahead and talk about some other stuff let's leave the show this morning talking about this barbie fiasco i am joined by none other it's your boy the real best taylor and we got omar in the house we got steph in the house we even got Teppy in the house Ooh, whoa <laughs> buzzer beater well, you know what i'm saying we all in that bed and we rest to do what it do so go ahead stay, stay tuned and let's get it started kick us off i love the new blurred order you should too <laughs> whoa. Let me get all this 10 Wayne. All the niggas rapping about the same old thing. I've been coming through with the same old gang. Ain't shit changed, except nine got a name. Got it out the mud, but we got no stains. Cold ass bitch with a gold ass chain. The girl call me daddy, not my government name. Money on my mind, got them bands on my brain. Let me tell y'all about a nigga I know. The nigga say clean, so he always got hoes. All righty. Good morning. Good morning, beautiful people. Blurredville, Blurred Gang, what's popping? Hope all is going well. Just want to say shout out to everybody for making it already halfway through the first month of 2024. Let's get it. And obviously, I ain't gonna lie, like, I, I love our screen today. It's looking great. If you look on this side, it's like, for me to Omar to step, it's like a hair 
growth video. It's like yeah. <laughs> you see it, and, and I love that. You know what I'm saying? So let's go ahead and keep the love going. Um, before we get into the Barb fiasco, because evidently folks is tripping about Barbie being snubbed, quote unquote. And I know we have some thoughts and feelings on that. I just want to ask y'all real quick, man. How y'all doing? What y'all into? How's everything with you? It's cool. You cool? Fam life good? Most importantly, quick question. You done anything nerdy this week? If so, what's the nerdiest thing that you think you've done this week so far? If you don't know, think about it. I think Omar and have some guesses. And I'm also asking that of our comments section. If you're in the comments, you're on YouTube, Twitch, you're on any of our sites, and you're watching live right now, go ahead and comment. We will save the comments and come back at the end of the show letting you know what we think also is pretty dope. So please let us know, what's the nerdiest thing you've done this week? What's the nerdiest thing? Omar, you and I have talked a little bit about this, man. What about yeah. you? What do you think is the nerdiest thing you've done this week thus far? It's actually not, I don't think it's been that nerdy of a week for me, unless I'm just, unless I just do this shit so often that it's just drawing a blank. Uh, what I know, I mean, this is pretty, so all right, when you're making the BNP, uh, you know, when you're making the BNP post, right, what I have to do is I got to, I got to screenshot the tweet, the tweet, <laughs> I got to cut the tweet, I got to put yeah. the tweet in uh, collage, so it fills up the screen, and then I got to think of uh, some uh, captions, but I think. Maybe the nerdiest thing is um I, I had a post ready. Okay, I had a post ready and uh and then Jay Jordan posted out. Uh comedian Jay Jordan was like, you know, um, they were like, um, Scott Summers has been radicalized before our very eyes. Like this man has been like my man's in a polycule, my man out here in the forefront of mutants, uh <laughs> shit. My man, he's he's being put on trial for mutants. Like, if you don't like this man, like it's you. At this point, it's fucking you. And he put that out, and I was like, "Well, this just changed everything I was gonna do today." So then we, uh, I, I went and I uh, made a made a Scott Summers. Like, I don't listen, you know. Listen, Scott Summers, I, I I love giving credit to folks that need the credit. So I, I did a whole uh, Scott Summers post, and a, a bunch of people. It's always so gratifying to be like, "Yeah, we're here." Like, you know, I hated him as a kid, uh, but growing up is uh, realizing that, like, yeah, he's a he's a great manager. So I, so I guess that's my somehow it's gonna relate back to Scott Summers. So that that was the nerdy thing I did uh, this week. People a lot. Scott Summers as a kid? Why? Was yeah, Scott good. Summers? Oh, I hated Scott Summers as a kid. Tell him, talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well, and it was Omar that converted me, that forced me into I seeing Cyclops in a better light. But but I feel like it's because when we were growing up with the X-Men, we had the cartoon and he, like Wolverine was definitely painted as the cool guy, where mm -hmm. like Cyclops was just like this guy that was super by the rules, super mm -hmm. pop-ass energy, like energy for the cartoon. Mm -hmm. um, and then there was also the Fox X-Men movies where, again, Wolverine was positioned as this cool guy, stole his motorcycle, trying to steal his girl. And, like, Cyclops was this stick-up-his-ass person. So if you weren't <laughs> familiar with the comic books or with Cyclops history, you're just like, why is it? We're all fighting for mutants. Why are you such a dick about it? Yeah. But, but it was just the way that he was presented for the 90s kids that's the Cyclops that we grew up with. And then for me, it was the beef between Storm and Cyclops because I'm a big Storm girl, but I didn't know the other side of it where they also respected to, you know, respected each other. Mm -hmm. I just saw the disrespect and that was enough for me. So it took Omar screaming in my face for a while. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I yell at the clouds. Sometimes <laughs> the clouds are people, you know? <laughs> but it is true. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 we already know Omar has an affinity for not only uh, Scott Summers, but 
white men with vision impairment. Uh, <laughs> it's a fact now. We've got it on the record. Not just kidding. Just those two. We know. We know. Tippy. Uh, nerdy things this week. Uh, anything for you? This panel. Uh, my that? existence is nerdy. So let's go. Every, it's just an, a nerdy life, and I'm fortunate to be able to live that. But I guess this week was especially focused on Avatar since that series Ooh. is coming out, and I don't. I've been posting so many videos. I don't know what's happened specifically in the last week, to be honest. <laughs> but I so it's just it's it's kind of a blur. But I, I I don't. It's been a lot of Avatar. I don't know if they dropped also the posters this week or if that was the right. end of last week. But there was the first four posters of the main cast. Then they dropped the trailer. Then yesterday they dropped four more posters of the rest of the Fire Nation cast. Like so, it's been a lot of. Lot, lot, lot of Avatar, and that's what my week ha has been. Okay, you are. I'm just waiting to see who they cast as your love uh, in this upcoming Avatar, because uh, that's well, probably it. Wouldn't it wouldn't be in this upcoming Avatar because that's the here from Legend of Korra, so we don't even know if there's going to be a Legend of Korra series. But Man, all right, all right, all right. I was all right. Cool. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's Avatar. That's future Avatar. And I just well, that's the next through. series. Yeah, I just got nerd checked. Um, and I was just like, oh, uh, very, yeah. very gently, it's just like, oh no, we're not gonna see the here. Yeah, and we can wait no, till not. we get to the avatar section to talk about all that. Sorry, I'm just very like, oh no, we're not gonna because again, my comments, all these videos, it's all people asking questions. It's like, oh no, we're not seeing this. Nope, we nah. are seeing that. Nope, this is different. So I'm just very <laughs> nah, set the record straight by all means, mom. Appreciate it. Uh, Steph, what about you? Anything? Uh, particularly nerdy or the nerdiest thing out of all of the nerdy things that you may have done this week? If any, I know you stay busy, so you know, between you know, being a CIA agent and all that other stuff you do, you know, hey, uh, <laughs> you do seem like a CIA agent, like, yeah, you see, yeah, <laughs> we're broadcasting, y'all. Oh, uh, um, all right, all right, let me put you on that. Um, for me, it was buying the latest issue of Avengers Voices. There's oh, a story hey. by um, Utkarsh and Budkar, who I'm a big fan of for his acting and freestyle. So, yeah, just being in the comic book store, buying stuff. Oh, snap. And this is in your neck of the woods, or did you try comic book frolic as you traveled? Because I know you all over the place all the time. I know. It was in Jersey. It was Jersey this time. Yeah. Okay, Jersey, the Garden City of Comics, the Garden State, excuse me, of comics. Yes. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, well, that's dope. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I I was fortunate to be able to do something particularly I consider nerdy this week, and I would like to share it with you. Uh, I told y'all I'm a music nerd, right? Like I love yes. scores, huge John Williams, Howard Howard Shore, Michael Giacchino, Hans Zimmer. But last night I had an opportunity to go and see. The Lord of the Rings Symphony in person at the Dr. Phillips Arena took the wife out there and it was something I would certainly encourage anybody who's ever gone, who's never been to a symphony or orchestra to if you love the musical score. Just imagine right, watching your favorite movie without the score and Lord of the Rings had like mm -hmm. Annie Lennox in you, Howard, all these folks involved with. It. So now I'm watching this. And the movie is playing along with it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's like watching the movie with a bunch of Lord of the Rings fans. There were people cosplayed. There were black days. There were elves. 
It was so cool, but we get to dress up and go with a bunch of grown, mature Lord of the Rings fans and hear the music as it's being played. Now, Lord of the Rings music isn't just like, oh, violins and a bunch mm-hmm. of strings. They have voices. They have choirs. He's a- and to see them doing it wow like the orcs and the urukai are like running up and down freaking uh isengard yo it's it fucked me up and i'm gonna i'm gonna admit something to y'all that i probably wouldn't admit when i was younger but i had to keep wiping my eyes because i kept finding them watering for some strange reason maybe it was the climate i don't know what it was but it wasn't emotions i just could i could not stop my cheeks from being wet because it was such a surreal moment for me watching this shit i never would imagine and i could just hope that if y'all get an opportunity maybe sometime you'll be able to take advantage of what i consider to be one of the best spectacles i've had a chance to witness it, it reminded me i was thinking about tiffy a little bit when she got to see um Haley in person yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that spectacle, like it's different when you see something on TV or when you like watch it, like when you see it in person, like there's something inside of you that's like, whoa, this shit is happening right now. Right. Like, am I tripping? Oh, especially live music. Like you feel like you you literally are feeling it in your body. You can't help but to. And then when right. you're surrounded, I love that when you're surrounded by nerds and you're just like, this is the nerdiest shit ever. And I'm surrounded <laughs> by other nerdy people, too. We're all in this together. Oh, yeah. Because they, they have those in Hollywood, and they do. Dr. Airbus, you're saying, I want them to come to New York. They might, because those things are pretty popular, and I'm happy more people are hearing about them. But they have them in L.A. They have them in New York just for, like, different titles and things. So, yes, it is super nerdy, and it's super just like, what the fuck? This is so great. I'm having so much fun right now. <laughs> yeah, like, man. I feel like more people should have those experience. Yeah. Yeah, man. I I just, I, I honestly, I'm not going to lie. I could talk for hours on it, especially on the Lord of the Rings concept, but we're not talking about Lord of the Rings today. Hopefully at some point in time, but, uh, but definitely would love to have that conversation. Cause it's one of my, fa- I, I mean, I ain't no, gonna lie. we could just talk about stuff for funsies because we like it. I mean, I would love to, I'm just, my fear, just is, my fear is that me bringing up Lord of the Rings. I'm not sure you guys is. Are you are we are we LOTR in this room? Do we rep for the for for the Shire? Are we do we are we middle earth? I don't think that everyone has to. You like it. Your passion yeah. about it is also gonna get people that haven't seen it interested. I haven't seen not a thing of Lord of the Rings. I've never okay. seen Lord of the Rings, but you talking about it, you talking about the music and the people running. I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about, but you saw me, I was with you, and you were okay and you were doing all the music. <laughs> like that. Okay. I didn't know what you were talking okay. about, but I was with you. So you're nerdy for that. You got to get us on board. We'll be there with you, nigga. The fuck oh my- the <laughs> you know, I wish we could talk about it. Then talk about it. Because <laughs> my biggest fear is sometimes I find myself going into the void. And I look up and I realize everybody done tuned out because they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But I'll give this quick synopsis. This Fellowship of the Room, the Fellowship of the Ring movie, I'm so glad I got to see it again because it brought back how dope the original movie was to me and here's why like they filmed all three of these movies at once over in new zealand and so the continuity is there's it's not to be fucked with you know what i'm saying uh frodo sean bean sean bean who we know as ned from game of thrones does his fucking thing aragorn he comes in as some strider he's got a hood on he's yes ma'am please sorry is sean bean his government name 
Yes. Yes. Yeah, it wow. looks weird too. It looks like Sheen Bean. I want to call him Shandong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, his name in the in the in the movie is actually Boromir. Uh, and so he, he's he's one of the sons of Gundor. Gundor is a land of which men exist. Now you gotta understand the Lord of the Rings movie exists because of Peter uh, J.R.R. Tolkien writing this book about you know the concept of rings being forged to have power, so that folks who don't have power don't have to be usurped by people that do have power, right? You know what I'm saying? But the ring that was made in this movie is so powerful. It's so powerful that just by the concept of having it in your hand, it enhances whatever your power is. So if you're a wizard and you get that ring, then oh shit, fuck, watch the world, we're going to fuck shit up. But if you're a hobbit, it just makes you invisible. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're you're like, all right, I'm a hobbit, I'm invisible. So they're like, the best way for us to get rid of this, like the the threat of having a ring that could potentially fall into the wrong hands is to to, to kill it. Let's, let's, let's burn the ring in the, in the, in the, uh, the Mount Doom, uh, uh, where it was forged in Mount, in Mordor. And once we throw it away, we don't have to worry about it because nobody else is going to make no, no evil ass ring. But the problem is men are so evil. They're like, yo, well, yeah. why don't we use the ring for good? You know what I'm saying? Like, we, is it really that bad? You know, I, we got a lot of problems. Like, no, you can't wield it, bruh. Like, nah, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. But every time the men are trying to like, they're like, nah, I got the ring. I got the ring. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make the world better. And they end up fucking up shit. So like, we need to kill this ring. But everybody's like, nah, nah. And, yes, ma'am, please. Have they tried giving the ring to a woman? Uh, <laughs> there, there's a oh, kick-ass lady who you will yes. like. In actuality, uh, in this show, the problem isn't that the ring should, the problem is that the world of men, as they say, is corrupt, period. So a lot of women, the woman, which I don't know if you consider she elves women, like, I don't you know, from a race standpoint, you know what I'm saying? Like humans and elves, but they did, you know, Galadriel, Galadriel, who actually the show Rings of Power on Amazon is about. She is in this movie. She's originally casted as Kate Blanchett. You know what I'm saying? And um, mm-hmm. she, she, uh, her picture. Yeah, she, she at one point in time is, is offered the ring by Frodo. And she's like, you're just going to. So you're just going to give me this ring? Like, for real? <laughs> She's like, well, if you gave me this ring, then I would be a queen! A dark oh. queen who would rule on! And she was like, holy fuck. Okay, all right. No, I can't have this ring. <laughs> I have another solution. I, I have another me. solution. Have they Please tried see. giving it to a black woman? <laughs> all right. I think you've delved into one of the major problems of this world, oh. which is that there are no black people, unfortunately. Unraveled um, it already. Didn't even have to try. Yeah, yeah. They 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 did try to rectify that in the series, but in the actual theatrical, the movies, there were mm-hmm. there was not one person of color, at, as I recall. Now we can have a, a deep dis- debated discussion on that. Well, there I'll- there is the brief appearance of some brown villains. They got a tribe of some brown people. Oh well, yeah. There's the orcs yeah. and yeah, and the, the Uruk-hai. Uh, yeah. uh <laughs> But I mean, I don't know. They don't. I don't. I don't know if they let their hair grow out. If they would be afros, you know, any of those uh, uh, those particular creatures. But either way, though, I would have liked to see a person of color represented. In Lord of the Rings, uh, but you know that's a whole other the topic. Point anyway, is, men cannot. The people cannot have the ring. Men, yeah. men cannot have the ring. Nobody. If anybody who touches anybody who gets a hold of this ring will be tempted by the the the, uh, the idea of overwhelming power that can take any land down whenever they want to. And so mm. the objective for this this movie is to get rid of this ring. They're like, "Yo, fuck this ring!" And so they have. So they start a fellowship, which consists of four hobbits. Uh, two men, uh, um, uh, Aragorn and Boromir, an elf, which is uh, Legolas, played by uh, my man, uh, 
Orlando Bloom, and then Gimli, who's a, who's a, and and one of the th- other things that's oh my god, I'm geeking out too much. I'm sorry. Uh, one of the things that's so dope when you rewatch this is how uh, um, Peter Jackson had to like film this because he's got like six foot tall people playing playing dwarves, so he has to, like film their face and then he'll have a stand in during the scene, and then like Elijah Wood who plays Frodo, the main elf, like he's not in the scene, but he shoots a different scene with with a. Uh, and remember, Ian McLellan is Gandalf. So this is Magneto playing Gandalf. So now Ian McLellan will be in a scene with Frodo, but Frodo will be played by like some short, you know, by by a short person. Uh, I'm saying that wrong. A little person, excuse me. Um, but but then it'll be another scene where Frodo's uh, uh, opposite Gandalf, but it'll be a tall person. But then they put those scenes together in the movie. It looks seamless. And then the next scene, they'll be in the same shot together. You're like, well, what the fuck? Like, like, it's, oh, my God. Like, it's just an overwhelming sensory overload type of thing. Oh my god! And it's just the first movie, and the first half of the movie is just them getting together. They're just getting together. The second half of the movie is what happens when they get together, and the fellowship fails. It fails like they don't even because as soon as they get together, the men are like one of the men is like, let me get that, can, can, let me get the ring. And now Frodo learns from Galadriel. He's like, nah, bro, you can't. You, this fellowship shit ain't what it's ain't, ain't the, it ain't the shit because one of these motherfuckers it's gonna break up. So as soon as she says that, the dude tries to take the ring and he's like, nah, fuck it. So little Frodo, little five inch, little five foot Frodo got to go all the way to Mount Doom. Ain't no cars, no airplanes, no trains. These motherfuckers are walking on their hairy ass feet all the way to Mordor. It's like a two, three month walk. You know what I'm saying? And they got to go through all these enemies. Look, I, I could talk all day, like I said, but I would recommend just watching the first three hour movie, report back to base eight and 0800. The first three hour movie. You know what? Best content. Because yeah. I've never seen it, and don't let me. There's a there's a Lord of the Rings cookbook. I'll prepare the meals from it. Make it content yes. for the cookbook club. Make it a yes. whole thing. Have a watch party. I would love it, yo. I, I listen. I'm game. If, if I could be involved, by all means. But let me tell you, I can <laughs> honestly, like, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, please, please. If if there's anybody out there t- casting doubt on the on the Lord of the Rings like saga and like how how dope it was, minus the fact that it was absent of people of color, which I definitely wish was the case. But they're trying to update it with the Rings of the Power, which we also have a Rings of the Power guest scheduled to come on our show once oh. it airs. Yes, yes, yes. It's already been solidified as of last year. One of the main characters, Tanya Moody Grace. What's up, Tanya? Good to see you. She Ooh. watches. Um, so thank you so much. But yeah, I I I just I, I literally was like in both eyes. Sometimes I can get away with like, all right, man, you know, but like both eyes, I was like, oh my god, she's singing When they sang, when she's saying the council of Elrod. She said it. They sang it in person. In person. Like, in I was person. like, what the fuck? This shit is happening. And when they got done during the credits, she sang, May it be. May it, may it be the midnight sun. All right. See, see y'all ain't, man. Y'all ain't about to. No, but I'm going to watch it and I'm going to be like, oh, <laughs> may it be the midnight I'm going to know the song. I'm going to know it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, y'all. I'm going to turn it Okay, so two, two points. One, to go back, I didn't get it in in time, but when we were talking about uh, movies and music, the New York Philharmonic has done Black Panther and Into the Spider-Verse. Oh. Um, so I will let oh. you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, all right, that's one. You said there's two? They Yeah, they've done Black Panther and they've done Into the Spider-Verse out here with orchestras. Bro, yeah. listen, so, let me tell you something. As you get older, let me say this, and then I'll finally move it. I done got myself all sweat. I done got all worked up. Got, yeah. hey. That was my first point. I have another one. Okay, <laughs> okay go ahead, please. That's what I'm saying. I'll say you the said second one is, since you 
have never asked me about Lord of the Rings before. Mm. You have my sword and my axe and my bow. Mm. I've seen mm. all of the movies. Mm. I can talk about them extensively. You've just mm. never asked me that question. Now, I know mm. it is uncharacteristic for Steph because there's no black people. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but I do, I do enjoy the Lord of the Rings films. And as we talk about it, I'm thinking... You know, I have my propensity for trash reality television. Speaking okay. of one ring to rule them all, Love oh, is shit. Blind comes back. Oh, oh the transition! And Don't I just feel like there are parallels. So, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I could not have, I could not have done that. I could not Love have done blind. that. So yeah. but, but if I may, if I can get just a couple of seconds, Steph, I want to sincerely apologize to you for oh. overlooking you. As I am flawed as a human and even more as a man, I sincerely apologize and mm -hmm. I hope you forgive me at some point in time. Um, having said that, Lord of the Rings, bruh. Like you love that shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, am I am I not am I not going in? Like, this is isn't it not like one of the most epic things, like especially like fellowship? Like, did you what are your feelings of it real quick? I mean, this wasn't even on our list, but fuck it. <laughs> Big fan. I have a lot to say about it. I think Frodo was a real bitch going up that mountain. Um, you know, Sam held him down. So shout out to Sam. I feel like the Eagles should have shown up a lot fucking earlier. Uh, Gandalf is a G. I mean, I'm not attracted to Orlando Bloom, but I am very attracted to Legolas. It's confusing. Um, I just. I'm, I'm a huge fan of, I don't remember her name. I don't want to spoil it, even though it's been out forever. But the lady at the end who, Tiffy, there's a moment where they acknowledge the like phrasing of man versus yes. woman and how that's very central to a to an important prophecy. That's one mm -hmm. of my favorite moments in the film. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. Nice. Do I have to watch? I mean, and I will watch them, but do I need to watch all of the Lord of the Rings in order to watch the one with the black people, the show? No, uh, you won't. You don't have to, but it won't make much sense if I'm being honest. Okay, I'm just. I just like to have a scope of if I'm gonna binge watch a series or hyperfixate, I just gotta have my listicles prepared. Let's go. You could read up on it, but it will. It'll be more fun if you. Watch the movies, now, but you you would get away with not doing it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with Steph on this. Like, I agree. Do you have to? No. Will it take away from maybe the comprehensive aspect of where the stories continue? Perhaps, but you'll still get just as much. I'll be honest. Uh, as much as I love Tanya Grace, she's gonna come on here. The the the, the shows are great. They don't shine a light to the movie at all, but they're good continuations of them, and hopefully they continue to progress in that arena. Um. I, 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 and also keep in mind, this is kind of Star Wars esque, Tiffy, because Lord of the Rings has Fellowship of the Ring, then Two Towers, and then Return of the King, and then have a prequel, three prequels that are called The Hobbit, starred by Martin Freeman, as we know, who's the only white man in Wakanda forever. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I, 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 I recommend, if I was to, to, to um, recommend how to watch it, I recommend doing it in the cinematic form that it was released uh, from Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, all the way through the last installment of uh, the Desolation of Smog, which was Hobbit. Oh, my. I can't. I, when I see myself on screen saying this shit, I realize 
how weird I am. <laughs> Holy fuck. Like, God, I, I didn't realize I knew all this shit. Is you know what I'm saying? But I, I love it. I fucking love it. I couldn't wait. I would love to hear. And Tiffy, I also would love to see not only you, but Steph. Uh, start to embrace the Black Fade Day movement that they that they've been putting in all of these these cons, especially the Dream Cons and the Blur Cons. Start embracing that. There's a whole. Oh, every week we prove more and more that you don't check in with what we do or who we are. Nigga, I'm there's a sparkly up. butterfly in my hair right now. <laughs> I was there for the first Black Fade Day. Like you're insulting me. I see. No, you just. I, I, oh my god. Go 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 Listen, she's telling you right now, it's like, don't speak to her of the old magic. She was there when it was written. She was there. Was written. Okay. All right. Well, listen. All right. Tiffy, I'd like to sincerely apologize. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing them out this morning. Like, it's losing its punch. It is. It is. Just, just will, hold on. Vince, you, Vince will go back and he will see the posts. And then like those posts and say like, oh shit, you know, he'll just go back and he'll revisit them there. And then uh, you'll see, you know what I mean? It'll have him, he'll see the, he'll see the old magic. He'll see where it was written there. And then, and then, then, you know. The old magic back. Have I not done them in so long that I must. No, you've done, you've done them. He can go back in time. That's him. He's a time teller now. He got to go back in time for that. Yo, I need you to be a lot to talk about today. Who you know what? who I think I am. I'm gonna go ahead and propose that we start having some kind of flashback segment. Because there's some Ooh. old stuff that I would love, I love to talk it. about. I am devastated that I was not a part of this show during the height of Lovecraft Country. Because that's my oh, my I can Lovecraft for Hours. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. You just beautiful gowned in my shit? What said Omar. that? That was Will's comment. I just, I just say shit that was. <laughs> but yeah, beautiful gowns. Lovecraft was not I'll come for back. me, but that's just. The, oh, but no. Oh no. Hold on. That's because I am not a horror girly like that. So okay. it was. Okay. It was yeah, yeah. it was an amazing show. It was beautiful. And at that time, mm -hmm. I was running the weekly Twitch show where I sat up and talked about it with two other people. So I watched it, I analyzed it, and then the whole time I'm just like, there's no sparkles in this. I have not <laughs> seen there one bit oh, of pastel. So okay. oh man. Let me I will I'll tell you the one part and then uh I'll tell you the one part where because it was it was great, cried the first three episodes, like it was dope, dope. When they did the whole Indiana Jones thing, I'm like, all right, this is cool, this is cool. Then they figured out that one puzzle, and then I I could just see somebody throwing that fucking that makeshift ladder down. That's where I, that 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 did it for me. I was like, that like like you did all the moving stones, all this shit. Then this little rickety rope ladder comes out. Like, no, okay, I, that that shit. And from there on, I was like, all right, you know what? This is this is this is this is beautiful. The gowns are the gowns are very nice. The, it was Balenciaga. They're walking. That's that's you know it's it was it was it was it was really nice. But it's it's dope to see that um yeah a flashback thing is uh is dope. But like we're flashing forward to Barbie. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. Listen to my man. I love it. And as much as I do love Lovecraft, and as much as we could do a whole show on that, especially hearing how these two feel about it, uh, with regard to how we feel about it, Steph, it is yet to be said that. 
it is a little unfortunately outdated and job john has given us a reason to have trouble watching it now so you just take the gift of that transition <laughs> and I'm, 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 I'm in the middle of it i'm, I'm in the middle of it i'm in the every, middle of it every show be your authentic self do you want me to be inauthentically short-winded? Because I'm not, right? I'm a long oh ass nigga. That's what the fuck I do. And I, I hate it, but it's who I am. You know what I'm saying? So well, I, we have to encourage you to be your true self and go on a 20-minute tirade that we loved about Lord of the Rings. Don't act well, this is who I am now. <laughs> Can't help so, it. He's just so him. even though we couldn't we He's couldn't do it with He's just He's just we definitely have we definitely yeah. have an issue with mm. the Barbie <laughs> movie, which is currently under scrutiny by the, excuse me, the Oscars is being put under scrutiny yeah. because for whatever reason, they decided that only Ken was going to be nominated for best actor or best performance in this particular movie. Mm -hmm. Now, if you saw the Barbie movie, mm -mm. Mm -mm. you would know that this kind of plays directly into the yep. plot line of the Barbie movie. And it's kind of almost and this is literally the definition of ironic that this is actually happening. Now, I have seen a lot of different posts about this. I've seen a lot of different comments, a lot of different uh, takes. And I was just curious about how our panel uh, feels about this, because honestly, I think it's a little more complex than what it's leading on. Just the headline. But it is still something afoot. Am I tripping <laughs> here or I mean. Uh, Omar, you probably got some opinions, and Tiffy, I'm sure you do as well. Let's go in that order. Uh, what's your thoughts about this whole fiasco, if it is even that? You know what I mean? See the look, look at the underlying, the underlying problem right there. You go to the man first. <laughs> you go to a man first about it, like in the part. Of, this is like, listen, listen, look at how the man has infected you. Look at how the misogyny has infected you, sir. Misogynoir, sir. Nah, you see, but that's the problem. Look at you. Look. That's you see that's the that's that's that is that is the problem in and of oh itself the systemic God. problem of misogyny war sir so what I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be quiet and I'll pass it over to my sister in all right fellow sisters please yeah I'm gonna pass it over to y'all first <laughs> thank you for cleaning up on aisle three for me bro appreciate yeah, that's it. funny to me <laughs> a lot of cleanup today <laughs> what's up Tiffy uh, America Ferreira was nominated for Best Actress in a Supporting Role. So, like, let's upfront kill the narrative that only, only Ken, only Ryan Gosling was nominated for an acting role, because that's just not true. A whole brown woman was nominated, and I want to say that, is, is it her first Oscar nomination? I would say so. It, it It's huge for her. So, the fact that a lot of this gets overshadowed for mm. uh, two white women not receiving those nominations... Mm. Now, on like I loved Barbie, which is another reason what like I don't know <laughs> that was that was such an interesting choice to go over to Omar first. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I loved the Barbie movie. I am obsessed with the Barbie movie. And when it was first announced, I too was surprised because just for a number of reasons, how how can this movie be celebrated for doing so much? Just in terms of numbers and it not reflect that in the award nominations. That was my initial thought. But then looking at what they were nominated for, because, because uh, before she came on to the project as Barbie, Margot Robbie was on as a producer because she was just passionate about the project. Mm -hmm. So 
she eventually was cast as Barbie because she was perfect for it, but she is nominated as a producer. And I believe that Greta is too. I need to double check on that. But yeah. these women have both been nominated, just not for director and not for lead actress. So right. I think a lot of this conversation is getting misconstrued and kind of yeah. twisted, not to say that there might not be some underlying problem with the Academy. We know that the Academy is weird, but right. it is not this very stark black and white issue of their being snubbed as women. And that's it. No one America Ferreira has her nomination and that is huge. So like, Where's that narrative? How is a brown woman completely being erased in this? And the other one is they are getting their dues as producers of the film and our executive producers um, because it's up for best pitch or something like that. I have to look that right. up. But I feel like that's the first thing. So okay. much being ignored in this conversation. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm underscoring ahead, that. Um, they did get the nod for best picture. Um, I've been reading a lot about white feminism and the exclusion of America Ferreira to focus on Margot Robbie not getting mm. the best actress not but honestly I have I have I, I saw the movie I thought it was good it didn't hit my heartstrings the way that it did for some people I didn't feel like it was life-changing but it, it was it was good it was cute and I understand why some people really related deeply to it um I have no problem with it not getting the best actress or best director nod. I will say what I think is the center of the controversy and is weird. It's weird that in the movie with this message, Ken got nominated and not Barbie. I love Ryan Gosling, but I feel like they should not have nominated Ken if you not go nominate Barbie. Just don't yes. do it. They would have been just fine had Barbie just gotten best picture and best supporting actress. I think it would have been no controversy, but to nominate Ken and not Barbie, that was like, yeah, y'all, y'all know what you did. Y'all knew mm -hmm. how the world was gonna react to that. I, I did that. Well, I also feel like part of Barbie's message is that the world just does not care. Like I feel like they're fully aware mm. and they just don't give a fuck. It's the same thing as um, I'm just Ken winning the Critics' Choice Award. That's uh, right. And over, you know, the What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish, which is the heartfelt, beautiful theme of that movie. I think the memes are hilarious, like of Ryan Gosling's face when they announced him winning, like when he when he was just like, and they were like, this is the face of a man that just realized he was going to have to perform this song at the Oscars. And people are understandably like, man, what is this going to be like? And I'm like, I want to see it. I know. <laughs> you are <right> <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this live at the Oscars. I hope yeah. they don't mess it up like they did. We don't talk about Bruno from Encanto that one time. Mm. That was so bad. But very bad. I know it's bad, but I'm just like, I do want to see I'm just Ken live in person. <laughs> like like musical theater status. We have the opportunity to do something really great here, people. We might as well. Um, what happened with Bruno? Just real quick. I'm I, I'm not I just want to think performance. It just was a really, it could have been a really great performance because they were up for best song at the Oscars. And so they performed and they gave Meg the Stallion a very random verse, which was fine. But the other issue with Encanto is that it didn't have a lot of Sanger Sangers in it. It had a lot of actors that could carry a note. So then when you ask when those same people to now sing live, a lot of them literally could not 
carry that. So they had to take parts from this very well-known popular song, give them to other people. They had random artists up there and it just was very messy and not very good. Meanwhile, the two singers in the Encanto cast, they were doing their hardest to try to carry, but there's only so much that they could have done. So it was just bad all over the place. A really great song when it came time to do it live was just really bad. That's Damn. It. Uh, Omar, I was curious about your opinion, but fuck your opinion. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you got it. Now you got it. Yes. 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 We, got, we, we, we could give a shit. Now just like, yeah. well, let, me ask, let me ask the ladies this. Um, I, I, I tend to agree with Steph that perhaps no nomination may have been better than, than, than nominating just Ken if it comes for best performance. But how do you, how do you rate um, Ryan Gosling's clap back at this? Uh, so he did after getting the nomination have words for the, for the Academy. And he says, and I quote, I'm extremely honored to be nominated by my colleagues along such remarkable artists in a year. So many great films. And I thought I'd never, I never thought I'd be saying this, but I'm incredibly honored and proud that is portraying a plastic doll named Ken, but there's no Ken without Barbie and there's no Barbie without Barbie movie without Greta Gerwig and Margie Ro Margot Robbie, Robbie, excuse me, the two people most responsible for this history making globally celebrated film and no recognition would be possible for any of them in the talent. To say that I'm disappointed that they are not nominated in their respective categories would be an understatement. Is this a way for him to kind of save face? Um, or is this a genuine, uh, because I mean, based on what I'm hearing, it's not just, uh, the two young ladies, um, Margo and, um, excuse me, the, the director, Greta, um, they did get nominated for some stuff, just not for their performance, uh, at, uh, not for the performance. And that's kind of what one of the, one of the elements of this is. So does this, is this the right move? Uh, should he rescind his nomination? Uh, uh, Tiffy has, oh, oh Steph, what do you, what say you? He, he doesn't need to do all that. I thought his statement was very genuine and very appropriate i i absolutely don't think he needs to be like fuck this oscar nod right. um but right. i definitely appreciate him saying something i think it was important and i think he balanced both very well i think i mean we have to remember he got nominated for best supporting and a woman was also nominated for best supporting there wasn't a leading male actor they just didn't get a leading nod it just looked mm. real, real bad because it's Ken and Barbie, but it's not, you know, it's not as if Wakanda Forever got a nomination where Martin Freeman was the only nominee and they ignored the rest of the cast. Like I would set fire to the rain if they tried some shit like that. So mm -hmm. I understand why people are upset, but also Barbie got no leading person nods. So it, it, it looks bad, but I also think yeah. there's multiple sides to the controversy. Yeah. What say you, Tiffy? Oh, I think that I mean I don't I don't know Ryan personally, but I feel like his his statement was authentic. If anything, it was smart to right. say something like that. He was the perfect person to point that out, and it was good that he did. Whether or not it was authentic, only he knows. It seemed authentic right. to me. But okay. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, ultimately, I mean, is this going to overshadow the entire Oscars process or is at some point in time, you know, people going to start realizing that perhaps it's not the way that it's being headlined. I do think it's fucked up, but they were nominated for eight different 
you know, Oscars. And it wasn't just a snub of the movie itself. It's kind of more of a snub, I feel like, of Margot Robbie. But the director will probably win some awards, right? She's She's been nominated for some things. And if I'm not mistaken, there were actually eight nominations. And some of them uh, include Best Picture. Uh, some of them include Best Adaptation, you know, Costume. To, you know, so hopefully there's there's some stuff there for it. You know, and Vari was a monumental movie. I mean, it made a lot of money in the year we were coming out of pandemic. So uh, I guess I hope that it does well. Uh, they got through Oscars so white with barely a slap on the wrist. Racism Ooh. and misogyny are not going to be defeated by an <laughs> online protest today. The Oscars is going to be just fine. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And yeah, man, that's that's a lot of movies. Go ahead, please. Uh, what, well, sir? Since he mentioned something that was so white, since we've all seen Book of Clarence, I'm like, can we talk about that being really black right now for a little bit? Because uh, since we've all seen it and we can do like spoilers now, like, fuck it. Yeah. What you think? Bible so black. That, that hashtag Bible so black. Tip. I mean, excuse me, Steph. You got a chance to see it finally, so that means everybody on this screen has seen it. What are your thoughts of the movie that we love? Take us home. Give it all blood raw. Loved it. I sat there and sobbed yeah. in that theater, and I was not ready. I was not. Mm-hmm. Honest. It, it it took me a while. Like I sat in my car for a good half hour mm. after just thinking about it, and it took me a long time to figure out why a movie that is classified as an adventure comedy mm-hmm. um, hit me so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And I realized it is because. I was raised in the Christian church. I identify as a Christian. I worked in ministry for six years. Um, but I grew up on white Jesus. Like, I, I know logically that Jesus was not white, but growing up and worshiping and being in church, all the images I saw were of a white Jesus. And the churches I went to, you know, were different levels of multicultural. I've visited black churches, but Christianity for me has always felt racially like a place that I am visiting. And this was the first time that I ever saw a real black Jesus Uh Uh and black apostles. And just like Uh seeing these, these people and these stories that have, you know, been venerated and, and held up as the standard to live up to for my entire life as, as black people, Mm-hmm. put like everything in a completely different context for me and realize how much of my sense of self and self-esteem has been fucked up by believing in white Jesus for so long. Some of it mm-hmm. even subconsciously just associating faith and worship. Like I, I, I really spent a lot of things like, what if God is black? Holy shit, that changes everything. Like I get mm-hmm. it, God transcends race. But when I kind of subscribe a little bit of race to God, as I sometimes want my head like, he feels a little white. He does. Not gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) Just to think like, holy fuck, what if God is a black person? Like, blew my whole mind and made me think about every interaction we've ever had differently. And I'm still, Mm. I like, I'm, I'm, it rocked my world. It rocked my world. Mm. Yeah. Clarence. Omar, you agree? Oh, yeah, yeah, because I'm not, well, going from someone that's, like, 
raise a raise in the church one. Now, to me, I'm. I mean, my mom had me listen. I used to argue. My, I, don't, I don't know if I said this last uh, the last time where I was like, I saw my mom step over my brother because he went and couldn't live with us. She stepped over him to wake me up to go to church, and I got up and I saw it. I got up. I was like, Why? Why? Why do I have to go? Oh, you need to go. We got. I'm like, Why? He needs Jesus more than I do. Why do I have to go? Oh, he wasn't really raised with us. He, he got Edgeman fucked, and I, I didn't say it, but my energy was Matt, screw that. It's like, it's communion. You got to get communion. I can get my own damn juice and crackers. She loved that story later on. She was like, you thought you were really funny then. I'm not a church dude. I'm not, I've never been. I'm not, I'm not, not for me, whatever. Um, give me whatever my original people's uh, religion was and I'll do that. But seeing this, man, and to, we're like going in with that, uh, that scope and then seeing this, like I'm Clarence, man. I'm like that. Yeah, I don't, this shit, this dude, I can believe something more powerful than me exists, but okay. Like, all right, this is happening. But like, he represents that, uh, maybe to like an arrogant degree, but then to see like me getting to see that on, uh, you see yourself represented that way on stage where you're like eh, on religion and like the people, how they use it to their own benefits or be holier than thou. Yeah. But then getting to see like every, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever seen everyone black. It's, it's so different seeing like John the Baptist is black, Judas right. is black, Thomas is black, all these apostles. It's just, it's something so different. And I feel so bad again, like the folks are like, Oh, this is this like, um, like I feel like the message just gets gets it gets fucking lost. Like, oh, this is a mo- is this a mockery of this? Like, oh, this he does right. he does um he oh he walks on water and shit like that. Where Tiffy is the one that told me like, well, there's another there was another time where someone had walked on water uh, where this has happened. Yeah. So like, Jesus, like Jesus did it first and he, Jesus made it hot. So like, what's like what's the problem? And um, <laughs> Tiffy, you uh, I forgot uh, what was the everyone like kept calling it blasphemous. Tiffy was like, that's yeah. the point. It's supposed that to be is that. The point. Clarence, yeah. Clarence doesn't believe. Talk talk him through it. Well, no, here's, okay, here we go. Because I, I think that we have the same issue where this movie is so great. And Seth, I'm like, I'm so happy that you walked away with like a positive experience. Yes. Because it feels like some people are getting up and they're so grossly misinterpreting this movie and right. then influencing other people like, hey, it's blasphemous. So you're not going to like it. When it's like, right. I, I'm not sure how you walked. Um, I'm not sure how you took that message away from the movie. I'm not sure how you interpreted that when interpretation was not necessary. They told you everything you needed to know. There was no mystery involved. I don't know why you busted out your spyglass. So that to me, <laughs> they're, they're trying to figure out things. They're, they're solving puzzles that were never scrambled up to begin with. Clarence is blasphemous. That's the whole point. Him pretending to be the Messiah is a great big insult. And that's what makes his character arc towards the end as something mm. that doesn't just believe, but knows that mm-hmm. the Messiah exists. That's why it matters. Jesus did, and Vince, you know this, Steph, you know this. Jesus did use somebody else walking on water as a way to prove himself. That is not blasphemous for them to have Clarence go through the same thing. Mm. That is not the issue. Wasn't it Peter on the boat? And he said, Peter, step out onto the water. Keep yeah, your eyes yeah. on me so long your eyes is on me. You're sure not going to When Peter took his eyes off Jesus, that's when he began to sing, don't sing. Bust out this right here because I and it's coming from people that claim to know the Bible so well. So it's like, how are you walking away with this message or saying that one, if you think it's blasphemous, it's because that's who Clarence is, and that's the whole point of the movie. And two, I've seen people say, Do you think someone asked me on my video, do you think that Jesus creating a fall guy is what people are upset about or something like no the white Jesus was not Jesus creating a fall guy they tell us in the movie that he's gonna have his own crucifixion and his own death Jesus was not the only person that was crucified even in the Bible yes 
how they were killing folks. That was, yes. a, was a terrible, terrible way to die. Your arms stretched out like this. It's your lungs that collapse. Yep. <laughs> I know because I did Corpus Christi and I had to do a whole monologue as James the Less, who was the person that built the cross. He designed wow. that way of killing people. It was a thing. So I'm just frustrated that people, and I think they're so wrapped up in Christianity, which was yeah. another message in the film, which was how we got uh, Thomas's whole, our Clarence's twin brother. You are so wrapped up in the divinity of Christ that you've forgotten the humanity. You're so wrapped up in looking for a problem with this movie that you are missing the message entirely. Yep. You, and you can't, and this is not to say that people don't have valid feelings about it, but when they explain the reasoning behind it, it's like, oh, that's where we get back to how did you, how did you walk away with that message? Mm -hmm. um, People really need to just see it. I I walked in thinking like, all right, they might do some disrespectful shit, and you know what? <laughs> I'm okay with that. But honestly, <laughs> their depiction of Jesus was so incredibly respectful. Yep. I tell my black mama to see it, and she is the type of woman who regularly stops mid normal conversation to verbally thank Jesus for anything. Wow. Okay. <laughs> If this woman, I feel confident, can see it and not want to come out swinging, like mm -hmm. people, people really need to understand Clarence's actions, pretending to be a messiah, are shown as him being a charlatan, as him having self interest. Yep. Right. And the, the character, the way that they portrayed Jesus in the film, is so kind and loving and genuine yes. and authentic. There's no like he's he's not twerking. He's not yeah. like doing weird stuff. Like. They could have done a lot of stuff to be like, how oh, we're making a mockery of Jesus. Right, right, right. But they, they did not. They the things that were the comedy that they made a mockery of were the fictional characters. Mm -hmm, that right. I mean, You can say they're all fictional if you want to. But the ones that did not appear in the Bible. The people mm -hmm. who actually appeared in the Bible were portrayed very, very respectfully. And mm -hmm. the folks who are saying that, like, it's sacrilegious, whatever, just... Haven't seen if 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 we're gonna say it's sacrilegious to per, to portray an unrealistic depiction of the Bible, then every film that's been done so far is sacrilegious because they've all been mm. white people and these folks right. are not white. So the Passion of the Christ is sacrilegious because Jesus didn't look like Mel fucking Gibson, like mm. not even a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think that first of all, y'all already know I love this movie. Uh, uh after seeing it it first gripped me the same way it did with you just seeing an all black cast, because oftentimes as black people, especially those of us that were raised in religious backgrounds, we did see those images at our church. We saw white Jesus. We saw that picture of him, this exact picture. If I may say, if I could be, you know, just straight candid about it, this exact picture we would see, but with a bunch of white faces on it. Oh shoot. Where did it go? Here it is. With a bunch of white faces on it, be Jesus in the middle and everybody, you know what I'm saying? The man in the back. Yeah. So to see, to see the cast, like just redefining the definition of biblical images. All right, let's go through them one by one. I mean, look, we got old boy from Stranger Things. This dude was in there doing his thing. And I mean, look, you know what I'm saying? He, he probably wouldn't, you know, probably wouldn't look into him as one of the uh, one of the disciples. If you weren't, you probably was wrong. Uh, look, the fact that they have, oh, better than this, excuse me, Mary, who actually birthed Jesus. And that scene that they and then he came over joseph and it was clarence's very subtle look of 
Because it, yeah. it was just it was just enough. But it but that's how it is in the Bible, and that's how I be feeling when I look at it. Like, why did they word it this way? Look, and the funny thing is, like, people people are are very accustomed to what they grew up to as being the way it should be. You know, like a lot of people think that Jesus talked like like Shakespeare and he did not. <laughs> you know, he did not. Thou shalt. He didn't talk like that. Jesus spoke uh, uh, Arabic, Aramaic, as a matter of fact. So mm. there was no thou shalt, nigga. That's European influence. So by, by just just by saying that this is sacrilege. Now, I will say this. I wanted to tell my minister, father and mother to see the movie as well. But there's some there's some drug usage, uh, uh, pretty consistently. Yeah. <laughs> there is, but it, but the characters, like Steph pointed out, it's not the characters from the Bible. They didn't take these characters from the Bible or people from the Bible and right. twist them. It is it is these fictional characters Correct. who we have established are not, you know, not good or bad. They're not bad, but you know, they're not living the straight and narrow. Right. Yeah. And we are seeing. Do you think that they would still have an issue with it? Um. Well, I think that it would take away for them being the straight laced conservatives that they are. The point of the movie it would it would it would it would dilute it for certain minded individuals. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, why they got a head to do it? And you know what I'm saying? We smoke all that. It's like, man, yo, look, bro, you think people ain't smoke weed? Look. They say that uh, we was found on the grave of King Solomon. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so let's just admit the possibility that it could exist. And also, one of the other things that goes under said, I think one of the best things, honestly, one of the best, one of the many best things about this movie that goes underreported is the depiction of Roman rule. Right? The yeah. depiction of a white uh, 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 hierarchy that exists to oppress a a a people that are occupying their own land. Roman yep. in Italy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not in the Middle East. So for them to be occupying this area, and I loved how they made Pontius Pilate, who we know as Professor X, um, into this dude who kind of like, he, he acts the way they did in the, in the Bible. He's like, man, who you? Oh, oh, fuck. I'm so glad I remember this. Now, we talk about the fictional characters, but one of these characters, some of these characters weren't first fictional. And one of the mm-hmm. most important, honestly, was the one that was played by Omar Sy. Omar Sy played the role of Barabbas. Barabbas now, yeah. do y'all, know, do y'all know who Barabbas is? I'm, I'm, this is I let me not let me not quiz you. Um, no, no. But Barabbas, when it came time to decide what was going to be the fate of Jesus, all right, are we going to mm-hmm. hang this dude? Pontius Pilate was the one who ultimately had to make the decision. He's like, let's just call him the mayor of this section of town in Jerusalem, and he's like, uh, in terms of representing Rome. And so Pontius, according to the scripture, now, hey, look, go ahead, comment section, fact check me if you want to, but I know where I was raised. Um, he goes out, and there's a bunch, there's a mob. It's like a, it's it's a a, a a mob of people that are also saying that this Jesus dude, we can't fuck with him because he out here fucking us up. You know what I'm saying? Like we fuck with the Pharisees and everybody that has knowledge. Uh-huh. This dude just came in here trash in the temple and started whipping people. You know what I'm saying? Because he saw people selling stuff in it. So Pontius is like, yo, what y'all want me to do with this dude? I don't see what he did. What's the big deal? They're like, nah, fuck him, man. Look, stone him, crucify him. They're like, all right, look, I'll give y'all a choice. Either I can. Uh, release Barabbas, all right, or we can keep Barabbas and he'll get crucified and then we'll just let Jesus go, or I will let Barabbas go and then we'll go ahead and take Jesus into custody. And the crowd started screaming out, free Barabbas. Now, Barabbas was played by Omar Sy, and he was one of the troop that Clarence was rolling with. So I thought it was genius to insert yes. a an actual 
character who, according to biblical uh, scripture, did indeed exist and had an impact on the on the crucifixion of Jesus and have him actually have a prominent role mm-hmm. in this movie. I thought that that was particularly not, and and now I want to ask y'all about the depiction of Mary Magdalene because that honestly was one of my favorite scenes. Yes. All right. Um, I have read the scripture of the parable of the young lady who gets stoned, who they broke with. They want to stone so many times in my life. And for those unfamiliar, it's when a young lady who evidently has done some, what they call salacious stuff. Maybe she had sex with somebody who was married, who knows, or maybe she just was having sex and wasn't married. You know, those things that get you stoned. And Jesus is walking around. He sees that there's a bunch of people about to stone this lady. And he's like, yo, what the hell are y'all doing? He's sitting there drawing into the uh in in uh, in in uh in the sand. They say, yo, Jesus, yo, we should stone this lady. And he was like, Well, why y'all stoning her? Because she sinned. Well, yeah, stone her. She sinned. He's like, all right, well, cool. Well, whoever sinned first, whoever whoever has never sinned before, you you throw the first song. And everybody's like, Oh, all right, well, you got us. I never thought of it. As a supernatural, like I yes. love that the, yes. the fiction element. They was like, it wasn't just yo, don't stone that lady. It was like, peace be still, type. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. made Jesus a superhero. He is a superhero with superpowers, which, in an extent, some people could call the Bible a comic book version. You know what I'm saying? Without the graphics. Um, and I love that element. Uh, Omar, did that also hit you the way it hit me, bro? Well, hold on. Steph was gonna say something to that first, and I'll oh, come back to her. Steph, I was, I was oh talking. yeah, R- real quick on the last point, I was just gonna say, um. For folks who have a problem with like, oh, they're smoking weed in the movie. It is the story arc of Clarence and Zeke, two folks who are clearly they're drug users, they're liars, they're scammers, clearly sinners coming to have a genuine relationship with and respect for Jesus. Isn't that what the whole Bible and the whole thing is like? about? Yep. Right. Yep. Isn't that what, the, what we're all supposed to be here for if you are a wow. Jesus believer? So first of all, that's the whole arc of the movie. Um, but I loved... Mary Magdalene also. Can we can I spoil lightly? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We already okay. seen it. Yeah. Ooh, when when so the first time I teared up was when they were stoning Mary Magdalene and Zeke went and put his and covered her with his Elijah. body to see a black man mm-hmm. doing that for a black woman being willing to risk his life and literally cover her with his body as the crowd was throwing stones at her um was really powerful. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's so many. Yes, please, Omar. Oh, no, no. That one with uh, Zeke was the dra- Elijah was the one, Clarence's boy. Uh, RJ, RJ <laughs> Clinton. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that, that I was, I, I had, and I, um, I talked with uh, Tiffy about this as well. I loved, I, because I don't know, I, don't, I know someone gets stoned in the Bible. I know if it was Mary. I like that they put her in that. But I, I did wonder, I was like, was that like taking away from her story to have her, have him like come in there, like, oh, inserting a man? But like, but then, like the realization, the realization was, no, that's what you would want. He saw, and I'm like, you don't know how cool they are with each other in the beginning, because like, all right, they're racing with each other, are they rivals and whatnot? But that it's Elijah who wasn't really like, maybe not had that big connection with her, like um, Clarence did. But like, he sees her, drops everything, immediately goes up to her, confronts the crowd, and then he like he know like whether he knew it or not, he was going to die right there with her. And it was so dope, like seeing him like, all right, try to change the crowd, and then like Jesus come in to save that. I, I, that was. That was the big thing for me. Like that was like the huge, like oh shit, like and this is exactly what you would want to see as well. My my friend, this person I know is in trouble. Fuck it, our relation, whatever. Like yeah, we got screwed over in this race. 
I am going to help them. And it was it was so beautiful. It also made it a little heartbreaking when he goes back to Clarence. It's like I saw him. I, I saw I saw the shit happen. What? What? Yeah, yeah. He, stopped stones, he stopped stones in midair. And Clarence still doesn't believe him. Like, I'm your best friend. Why would I lie? And so, like, we see like not how arrogant, but like how far in like disbelief Clarence is, but like I can't see it. I can't believe it until I see it. So I, I really like I I really love it. And, and the depiction of Mary too, like. It was dope seeing her just being out there being like, yeah, I, fuck, I race horses. That's what the fuck I do. And I, when I think of Mary Magdalene, I don't think of that. Everyone says, oh, she was a whore. That's it. Like, I'm like, I don't think of like, what, what else was she doing? I'm like, oh, that shit, they gave her something else. And which also ties into the scene with um, fucking, with Judas and like how they made the, 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 the explanation of his betrayal, the, the reveal of his betrayal. Where it's like, all right, whoever is betrayed, like everyone's frozen. He's like, the person that betrayed me will dip their bread in Mary's gravy. And then just see him struggle. He's like, I don't like Mary. <laughs> like Mary's gravy. She used to get And then when he dipped it, in the like, oh, actually, it really accentuates the flavors. But, like, they took something so serious as, like, the betrayal, like, the, this dude betraying Jesus. And they found a comedic moment in it. They found a comedic moment. And then right back into the seriousness of it where he's confronting himself. And he's like, yo, your mind and your heart. I was like, it's like, is Jesus compelling him to do this? But like, no, I'm not. I said it, but like, you want to reveal, you want that like catharsis of like the revealing. Yeah, I did it. Like, cause your mind and your heart are at trouble with each other. And to see that monologue between them two, they didn't have to give Judas that. It could have just been like, oh, he betrays them. We jump him, whatever. Like, nah, like he, the reasons behind the action. And we see that. And I've never seen that. Like, I don't really think of why he did it. I thought he just did it for money. Like, oh, here's like, here's what, it, here's what the issue was. I'm like, oh shit. Like, they're like, yo, this, this should make the Bible seem lit now. Like, okay, this should, wow, this should seem interesting. Yes, like, absolutely. Uh, that's another thing I wanted to say. They made Jesus very cool. Like, mm -hmm. he was chill. Like, the crowd is about to kill Mary Magdalene. Elijah goes to cover her with his body. Oh, and shit. Jesus walks up and is just like, hey, um, we're not going to do that. Let me see her. <laughs> stop these stones real quick. Okay, y'all are going to kill her because she's a sinner. Like, are y'all sinners too? Right. right. You are. And you too need to work on your marriage. Mary, that was messed up. Come on. Like, let's do better. But just like, come with me. We're going to take care of you. I'm like, oh, like, like, that's Jesus? Okay, like, I can rock yeah. with that. Like, that's cool. <laughs> I can get on board with that. If, if, I, if, if we switch the publicity campaign to make him seem a little bit more like that, mm -hmm. I think a lot more people yes, because like, it's not so much Jesus. It's his, it's his fandom. The fandom is out of control. Yes. Like with typical, like I feel like Jesus was a real cool dude, and then people came along and trying to speak for Jesus, and Jesus was like, mm -hmm. I didn't say it, I didn't say right. that, and I didn't say it like that, and that's not even what I meant. So why are you speaking to me like that? For me, yeah. it was how they set up this the shot of the Last Supper. Like I did not see that coming. Then the, yep. you know they were all at the separate tables, and then when they froze, like right before it happened, when they froze and it brought the camera down to the front, yes. it looks like they were all at one table. I thought that shit was genius. That was such a genius shot. Even them, like there are so many moments. This is just a great film. The representation of them like smoking and literally floating up. Yep. And that, yes. Like, scenes and moments in this film. It's a beautiful film. And people butchering the message is just like, yeah. oh, I want well, better for our people. <laughs> oh, I want my people to be well, free, man. Well, That's all I want. To, to, first of all, to speak to the, 
one of my favorite parts. This, <laughs> Mr. Realism? And these motherfuckers are floating and shit like <laughs> real in real life. And then he starts hitting it. And he's like, hey, what's up, man? You ain't gonna come up? You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, nah, man. You know, like you can tell, like, who's high because they're literally high. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, come on, get the fuck out of here, man. Um, but also, I want to say that this is not uniform to Book of Clarence. All right. Like there is a certain sector of society that will view anything that does not stay in the line of oh, yeah. main Negro musical uh, spiritual is going to be. Let's not forget there was a there was almost a campaign to kill the Boondock Show because they used the N word and also because of the way they depicted the Martin Luther King uh, Martin Luther King in an episode. So I'm not saying <laughs> of the same ilk of the same ilk, but every every now and then when uh, black creators venture outside the mainstream black nor black black di uh, 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 um. You know, because, because we were brought over here as slaves and then we were taught not to have our own language and our own religion. Now we have their language and their religion. And anybody who veers outside of that aspect of that of that reality is met with chastising or met with uh, 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 some sort of uh, 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 opposition because it doesn't fit the narrative that we already have. And I want to put an end to that, which is why I'm glad we get movies like Book of Clarence. I'm even glad mm -hmm. that uh, we've got a guy. Like Jordan Peele, who's brave enough to put out a movie like Monkey Man. Oh, that man, listen. Nuts. Man, listen. <laughs> Did you guys get to see the trailer for that? I didn't see the trailer yet. I want to hold the trailer for oh, the okay. end of the show. So don't, okay. don't go anywhere. For those of you all who are uh, sticking with us, thank you so much. And once again, I just want to shout out everybody. Man, we're doing good on the, on the, on the, uh, on the numbers today. Uh, shout out everybody who's watching on Spotify. On Spotify, listening on Spotify, mm -hmm. Apple Music, as also our iHeartMedia, and those who are watching right now on Twitch, Twitter, or X, Facebook, YouTube, and those who watched on Instagram, appreciate y'all as well. We are now being joined by one other gentleman who also saw the Book of Clarence, just fresh off of the, <clears throat> what looks like maybe a game or something. Uh, my man Ty Bricks in the hit house. Ty, hello. hello. What's going on? What's going on? Nice, nice shades, bro. Nice, yeah, I've never seen you wear those prescription. Are they prescription? Um, nah. Actually, nah. <laughs> I'll, I'll let I'll rock that. Oh, the glasses on. Okay. Let me. Okay. Anyway, well, bro, we were just about to veer into another subject, but you came in at a good time. We was talking about and with spoilers, what's going on with the Book of Clarence? Our uh, uh, homie Steph has given it a resounding review, as has everybody else on the panel. What say you, my friend? Uh, we know you loved it because you already said it last week. But now, specifically, is there something that stuck out? Uh, yeah. Anything that? Oh, it's a classic. Uh, yeah. It, it's it's it, it it's up there with Minister Society, Boys in the Hood. Uh, oh wow! You know, oh, absolutely. It's a classic. Um, uh, I would I, I actually watched it again yesterday. Uh, for like the third time. Come um, on. And each time, each time I watched it, I just I just I I was so just the, the cast. First of all, let's let's give a big round of applause to that cast because. Mm -hmm. To pull it off the way that they was able to pull it off, I listen. At this point, I, I I expect black films anytime it's a black film to come under scrutiny. I I mm. I, 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 I don't I listen. It, it, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I expect it, and 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 I and in this case, I, I receive it, and then I I, I discard it. Uh, whatever you know, what I'm saying like, <laughs> like you know, I get it, I get it, but then mm -hmm. I don't. So it's like mm -hmm. it's like whatever. Um, but this uh shout out to James, what is his name? James Samuel, the the yeah. the, 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 the the director, the 
the writer, the, the writer, the, the, writer mm-hmm. the behind the scenes vocalists in most of mm-hmm. those shots mm-hmm. where, you're hearing, where you're hearing, uh, you know, these, these, uh, funny little songs that he put together mm-hmm. and everything like that. Oh yeah. That went, with the scene, went with the scenes. Yo, this like, for me, when I started watching all of the scenes with them getting high, I was yeah. high. So I, yes. I, was, yes. I, I was like, I was like, I needed some representation on, uh, on, on film and I got it. Um, not bake <laughs> is one of my favorite all time films to get high to. And also, it is one of those films that just if you're just if you're just chilling and you just you just want something to laugh at everything. If you didn't take this so seriously, it is a knee jerker. It is a knee jerk. Like this is it was so funny. It was so it was it 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 had just enough drama to where it wasn't so serious that you would get caught up in that that whole argument well is this sacrilegious or not mm-hmm. that like it was never meant to be taken so seriously people right. mm-hmm. this was a this is a comedy with yes. drama you know what i mean like come on we got to we got to we got to come on people like this but yes this was a great film hands huh. down um i, I would like to see it get some some awards cuz i want to see more films like this Oh wow! Awards—that's a good idea. I mean, it—it's—is it too early to just? I mean, because this gives me cult following vibes, right? This gives me Friday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Don't be yeah. a menace. Like it gives me like this is gonna be here. I'm gonna show my grandkid. You know, like and the 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 bringing the weed into it. If I could just speak to it, it just takes it to another level because now you're not. It's it's no longer a mainstream Christian movie just about this storyline. It now you oh. got stoners in the movie theater about G in a movie where Jesus is one of the main characters. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's by design. I love that. The mixing of those cultures, Christianity and cannabis. Let's do it all day. Are there any critiques? Is there anything the movie could have done better? Or was it just that good? Everybody. Everybody loved it. I like that this. Like that this. Um what about um Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch's depiction of this white Jesus? How do we feel about the interjection of that in this movie um i thought it was uh, uh uh spot on um uh what what say you ty um just because of the the most recent um things that came up with benedict uh coming back, what, what, yeah when it comes to his family um and what they were you know kind of made their fortune on the backs of slaves i wouldn't necessarily think that I mean, I, I don't have a problem with Cumberbatch. I think he's a great actor. Um, I wouldn't have necessarily uh, put him in blackface. And you could say you could say it's it's dust or whatever. But in any other on any other platform, you know, a white person wearing dark makeup uh, has never been a good look. And um, that, that would probably be my only critique is just because of the the past that you know that he's he was dealing with because i don't think he paid any of those people that was asking for the (laughs) yeah i'm just saying i'm just saying when you already have that looming that kind of still looming and it wasn't looming to the point where you know people are really talking about it but when you bring up when you when you when you have a a position in an all-black film and then you have look you call like again you got when i saw it i was like hold up who put blackface on this man 
Uh, <laughs> I did. It was, it was literally dirt. It was dirt. Yeah, I, I, listen, I, I, I just said okay. that. I understand that it's literally, literally dirt. I'm not saying that it's not literally dirt. What I'm saying is Benjamin Kunja, Benjamin uh, 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 has has a a a a past that that already uh, kind of is not is is a little bit checkered or, or checkered in that in that sense. So I would not have necessarily put him as the actor to play a man with with dust all over his face and all over his body that's a fascinating critique i i, I definitely uh uh i mean I, I do think there's a distinction between blackface and what we saw but at the same time i don't know there's a def we're, we're we're uh conflating these incidents but he does have a weird checkered past that we talked about before but i don't know that's that is a critique i suppose i i guess the only critique i had which isn't like a bad thing, but it's something that I noticed is that did anybody notice that in the movie toward the latter half of it around the, the I would say probably the last few, the last 30 minutes or so, it took a turn from comedy to really driving that message home, which isn't a, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I noticed it and we we started to actually be more into the rehabilitation of Clarence uh, and it started to become more of um, a plot where we're hoping for a positive outcome as opposed to us just giggling and laughing about a silly movie mm -hmm. uh did did that take a turn or was it just me that noticed that it was um that or or am i overlooking something that didn't exist no oh, my the way. turn happened the turn happened and i love that shit i love it you can uh i'll make you laugh and i'll make you fucking cry your fucking face off i love a turn like that when it's well done that shit was well done excellently written uh i loved it i that's it, it makes that's what makes it okay so even just like a comedy like that's what makes a comedy stand out and um yeah, I was just fucking beautiful. I, I beautiful. Okay, well, before we move on to another movie that I that I really well another project I think that, I, that mm -hmm. we're really excited about. Um, what would we say is because I've heard a couple of us comment on this. What was the message? Like ultimately, I know we teetered around it and played around it, but ultimately, do we have an idea of since it sounds like they were trying to get a message across? What do we think that was? Steph, do you have any idea? Uh, Tiffy, then Omar, uh, uh, and then maybe Ty, if you want. Is there an actual message that this movie's trying to get across, or is it just a fun fiction movie? I think there were several. I think one um, was that Jesus was chill and cool and mm. good. And um, I think another message was that, and this is a true, real fact, the Bible is a book that was physically written by humans, wherever you say the inspiration came from. Like the gospels are literally four perspectives of yep. the same events from four different people. And they are not exactly the same. The literally. Bible itself illustrates how humans are not infallible and having humans write stuff down and then be translated into different languages over thousands of years by people with their own self-interest, King James, I'm talking to you, means Woo. That some messages from the original text are not going to be the same as what people are reading and receiving today. So that the movie illustrated um, that beautifully. And also that white folks have been killing us since the beginning of time. Mm. Um, one of really the scene that got me that had me like losing my shit was the end was the crucifixion was, yeah. you know, I, I've known the story of the crucifixion my whole entire life. But if you're in church, the first thing you learn is Jesus died for our sins. 
But he came back because he was magical and supernatural and he still is yeah. alive and lives in you. So like the crucifixion for me never really hit home because I was like, yeah, they did it. But we all know he's going to be fine. He'll be back in three days. Um, so watching Clarence, who I had grown attached to, really be in pain and suffering and carrying this cross and knowing like, oh, he's going when he dies, he's going to die for real. Um, uh -huh. I, I had a very different emotional reaction to a crucifixion scene than I've ever had. And I've seen a bunch of them. Um, and then there was a scene when Clarence's mom is sobbing and says, they, I, I think it's, they always take our son. Yeah, mm -hmm. And that shit, mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, that, that's got levels. That's yes. got levels. Very Trayvon. That yeah. applies to a lot that, that I can relate to as a black American person. Um, and when I looked at the crucifixion of Christ from that lens of, you know, a man of color being persecuted by white folks in power. Um, it, it made the whole thing feel very different. So yeah, I thought it had a lot of messages and messages that are very respectful to the Christian faith. And yeah. Real. Agree. Uh, what about you, Tiffy? Uh, any messages that you walk away from? like I've shared everything I have. I don't have anything. I've, I've gone off about the film. I, that's all I have in me. <laughs> I've given all okay, I have. Okay. You, you put it all on the field. What about you, Omar? Uh, just a typical story, man, finding a uh, belief and whatnot, but also social commentary of what's happening then, what's happening uh, now. What's happening now is still happening then, and what was happening then is still happening now. Mm, love it. Very. Mm -hmm. Ty? Message? Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. That's, that's literally what I saw as well. The those scenes when the the Roman soldiers were stopping them, and mm. like the stopping, yeah. or or yo, uh -huh. you you fit the description, or uh -huh. you know what I mean, yeah. like the 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 you know the the, the scene where Barabbas is like, I'm not showing you shit. You might be you, you might be him. Like you know, like, yeah. let me see your yeah. ID. Like that's like I, 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 I watch. Yeah, I watch a lot of these. I, I watch a lot of these videos that are done by content creators at this point now, where um, you know they 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 go around and into uh, law enforcement, law uh, like on um, law, you know grounds where law enforcement work and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. just kind of um, you know show the the laws that uh, police are constantly breaking because a lot of them don't even know the laws. So uh, so when you when you see uh, an individual just walk up and say, hey, let me get your ID. Wouldn't you know that's illegal? You, you can't just walk up and ask me for my ID. I got to be doing something. But the Fed, the way the the way that the the, the Roman um, guards were reacting is is so typical of what you see in everyday life now, especially as a black man. Um, you've experienced it. We've experienced it together. Uh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, literally. yeah, Seriously. literally, we've done, literally. we've been in that situation. So, it, it when I saw that, I was just like, man, you know, you know, James Samuel is is not only writing a hell of a script, but he's he's basing it in truth, and that right there, for me, is just speaks volumes. I think that's great. I think my uh, my takeaway from this is that black creators don't have to stay in a box. You're not limited to certain content. We don't have to only do movies about certain things in certain eras, even if they are originally depicted by other races. So please, I hope this is a catalyst that opens up this whole because I really I mean, we're also talking about Hannibal of Carthage. You know, what I'm saying that's also an error that, you know, is kind of like in the, around that time. So I really hope that this is 
not a one-off. And we start to see more of these projects. What's up, Omar? I like to put a little caveat on that. Like, yeah, black creators, you can do whatever you want, except push your T. You keep talking about Coke, sir. All right. Don't you stop. All right. You, hey, hey, you have a gift. All right. You got a gift for import and export. Everybody else, can, they can grow. They can do a 444, not you. You keep the Coke flow coking. All right. The cocaine keeps cocaine with you. Don't you stop. Top down. Not loving these old women. Okay, okay, pull up with the clips. Um, but while we're on the subject of really dope movies uh, and dope projects that we love, especially ones starring black characters that we love, I can I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that there is talks. At least I think it's been confirmed now that the Book of Eli is returning. Uh, one of our one of the, the black god of acting, uh, 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 Denzel Washington, who killed this role uh, 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 when it originally came out, but. This is not a remake. This is not a movie. This, my friends, is a prequel uh, of which stars the likes of John Boyega. Love this man. Reprising the role of Mr. Eli in an Amazon series that is supposed to be coming on Amazon Prime. I don't think they've even shot it yet, but it's basically going to be before the book of Eli actually hits uh, 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 actually, his his plotline from the theaters where he's a little older. For those who all have seen, it. have we all seen Book of Eli? Are we all fans? Right, show of hands for those who have seen Book of Eli. Three of us. <laughs> the ghost. Okay. Uh, Sefi, Tiffy, any interest? Have you heard about the Book of Eli? Is uh, uh or just not your thing? I, I don't know if it was on and it caught my attention, I would watch it, but just no particular interest in seeing it. Okay. But there's uh, a scene that, yeah, I didn't hear it. it. Was like, no, no, not that. It was just, I don't know. <laughs> not your, not your California, jam. not your jam. Uh, Omar, you've seen it, right? I mean, what, what, uh, would you, would you recommend it to Tiffy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically think of it like it's The Last of Us without the without the zombie sh- uh, without the zombie aspect. And so we were doing the series, you could really see like we got to see. We never know how the outbreak happens, really, in Last of Us, and so we get to see that with the HBO show. So it's dope that maybe we'll get to see like the before and like what caused this uh, right. this whole thing to happen. I didn't realize it was going to be a series. I thought it was just going to be a a show. I'm usually kind of whatever on prequels because I hate a I hate a prequel because I know like I know he I know he doesn't die. So what's the point? Mm. Uh, but I guess like, I guess maybe the point is like maybe the friends along the way and if they die or not too. So like you get to, uh, closer to supporting character and shit like that and showing how he becomes who he is. So like, that's, that's always a fun thing too. How a monster becomes that. Well, there's also a major, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to speak over you. Omar. my bad. No, 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 no. Sorry. But there's also a major, I mean, in his, his character has, there's some, you know, some twists and whatnot, and it might be Uh interesting kind of in a Nick Fury type of way. How'd your eye Uh get like that? You know what I'm saying? To kind Uh of expose the plot line as that, as far as that goes, uh, Ty, big, big book of Eli fan like me, bro. Oh uh, yeah, uh, it, it's mm-hmm. Blind Samurai meets John Wick. Uh, yeah, it's like it's literally that. Uh, you know, I mean, you you have an individual, and 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 it's so funny that we we kind of transition to this, um, and segue to this because there's a significant religious uh under undertone right. that 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 kind of goes along with the Book of Eli. Um, yeah. that you kind of as the story as the, you watch the movie, it kind of it kind of unfolds. Um, but I, I, it'd be interesting to see what, you know, does he have sight, you know, like, is oh. he has, you know, like that's, no, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying like in the, in the, in the, in the prequel, like, does, does he have sight? Like, is, did he, was he, you know, was he always without sight or mm-hmm. did, you know, like what, what, what's the problem? What happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I mean, that's kind of a sixth sense spoiler a little bit, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I mean, this 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 movie is like twenty years old. If we're talking about spoilers at this point, bro, like this movie is like twenty. <laughs> 20 years. I mean, yeah, but I mean, know, really, bro, like come on, like, spoilers. Are, my favorite thing uh, when it comes to, like the spoilers, my friends like, oh, you kept like I we're talking about some movie, and it was it was literally like yeah, it was like 15, 20 years ago. Like Omar, man, spoilers. I'm like. I'm sorry. I don't know if you read the Bible either, but he comes back in the end too. Just in case you didn't know, like, <laughs> like it's been twenty. Years. It's gotta be at least, at least you know. Or, or yeah. that. Like, All right, fair enough. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested in that too, and and I, and I think that the biblical aspect of it, I, I kind of I, I would add to Omar's uh, uh, description of it of a kind of being like a, a dystopian Last, of us, uh, Last of us. I would I would I would couple that maybe with a little bit of Mad Max. I'm not a big Mad Max oh, yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot yeah. of outside action. And if you like Equalizer, if you like seeing uh, Denzel Washington do Wesley Snipes acrobatic and and, uh, and martial arts type shit, do his best version of it, then this is your movie. And I mean, this is, I think, Denzel kind of, this is when he started getting into that action kind of movie. Because before that, he was a man of fire, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Mo, Mo Better Blues type of guy. And this is one of his legacy. And frankly, Tiffy, I, I, Tiffy and, and Stephanie, I would think that, you know, possibly the injection of John Boyega may increase your interest in this movie as it is a, a Amazon Prime uh, release, since we all love John Boyega, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I think Steph might be muted. Yeah, muted. So, I mean, oh, it, it might be a good thing that she was muted because that's <laughs> the, the hair toss was. Saying, <laughs> <laughs> Vince, you speak as if I'm shallow and make decisions. Based on the attractiveness of <laughs> the male <laughs> actors, I don't know what <laughs> you think something like that. About <laughs> but but now knowing that he's in it, you're probably gonna watch though, huh? Oh, absolutely, 100. <laughs> and John Boyega loves black women the way that we love him. Yeah, yeah, that just well, makes listen. him even more attractive. John Boy, man, listen, uh, and I love that Star Wars made him a revolutionary, but that's a whole other story. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that on another date. Uh, but it's not the only thing that's coming out. There's also another project that I don't think we'll spend that much time on, but I at least wanted to mention the fact that uh, for those of y'all who are reggae lovers like me, or maybe married to Jamaican women like me, uh, uh, Bob Marley is going to be hitting the theaters. It's a biopic of which uh, Kingsley Ben Adair, uh, 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 I think I'm saying his name right, uh, who was also graphic um, and was in Barbie as well, uh, will be will be uh, taking over the role of Robert Nesta Marley. Um, and I don't know. Are we Bob Marley fans here? Hands up, Bob Marley fans. Anybody? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Just me? Nobody? Everybody? Just me? Just I'm the only yeah, David always playing. Yeah. Three, us three, us four. Uh, but there have been a lot of Bob Marley picks done in the past. I'm a little nervous about this one because there have been so many of them. And oftentimes, when you start depicting a positive, a pro a prominent black historical figure, it, you start to get the same criticisms that you get with how accurately he's depicted. Is he really Jamaican? Does he really have Caribbean background? Does he really know how to speak Patois? And I've already done some research, learned that Kingsley is just from London and he had to learn Patois through watching documentaries. Is this acceptable? Are we gonna say cool? Are we gonna give him any shit for not actually being Jamaican? Should one of his sons played the role? Cause I mean, his sons do act. One of them was in Shatas. I don't know, maybe I'm talking too much. Anybody have any views on that? If not, I'm gonna keep on moving. <laughs> I just say What's this. Up? I just say this. I've seen the trailer, and if oh. you if you watch the trailer of this, you're not going to be disappointed. Just mm. the, just just in just because you they give you enough to where you 
you can hear his his um his um uh, accent you can hear the way that he does the inflections in his voice um so yeah i and and plus i'm i'm start, this dude is starting to grow on me i thought i you yeah. know how i was a fan of him as gravic i thought he done a right. masterful job as gravic and he was probably one of the shining the probably the only shining uh uh star of that whole secret invasion uh series uh but 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 i, I yeah watch this trailer because uh, again if you see the trailer that that in itself will be enough for you to be like yeah i i, I got to see this i got to see this okay all right well i mean the, the, i'm i'm nervous cuz there, there's there, i don't know if y'all are aware of this but there's been this ongoing historical fact check as to how bob marley actually died and I'm interested okay. to see how they depict it in this one. You know, some say he was he was killed, mm -hmm. and then but then there are some books that say he died of cancer of the toe. It depending on what your source is, you'll get that version. And I'm curious okay. as to what this mainstream version is. The writer is a guy from Brooklyn. He's not even. He, I'm not. I'm excuse me. The director is a Brooklyn guy. When a lot of people in New York have a lot of proximity to a lot of Caribbean, you know, culture. So I'm assuming that that'll be that'll be held up uh, to speed. But I will say, I don't know if I'm necessarily, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess, I, I guess nervous is the word, uh, uh, with how he, how he project, how okay. he portrays Mr. Marley, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, another project that I just heard may not be hitting the stream, depending on what happens with the studio is everybody's favorite Marvel character, uh, and everybody's favorite Marvel show. That was on Disney Plus, and of course, I'm talking about She-Hulk. Uh, mm -hmm. Nobody didn't like She-Hulk. Everybody <laughs> loved it. They loved the graphics, especially the CGI. Chef's kids pristine, uh, but unfortunately, uh, there's been some talk that it might not actually come back for season two. And I'm curious as y'all think about it. <laughs> hey, what's up? Sound space back. Uh, let me go ahead and read you what Tati what happened with Tatiana. So Tatiana was a uh, question about She-Hulk. She -Hulk. And let me read this to y'all for those that are listening. When questioned about the status of the she of She-Hulk season two by extra She-Hulk star Maslani stressed that she has no knowledge of plans for a continuation of the series. Instead, she took a note from the dialogue between Walters and the machine behind the curtain. Kevin, who appeared in episode nine, whose show is this? She states. Kevin in the scene seems to be very dismissive of the idea. So, if we're basing this off of the off of the real Kevin, it doesn't seem likely. Even so, since there's not yet been any official answer, the opportunity is still there for the series to continue. So as of this point, it is not confirmed that there will definitely be no She-Hulk. But based on what Tazlani, excuse me, what uh, uh, Tatiana is saying, Omar, it sounds like uh, she may be giving us a hint that there is no She-Hulk 2 coming back. Is that Am I reading that right? Probably not. She'll probably appear in something else, though, because I don't know where do you go for that. Because, like, you made a... It's weird. You made it a. You made yeah, because that you true to the comic book. Like it is goofy. She breaks the she breaks the fourth wall down. But I think it's like it's how you did that, and how the writing was done as well. And it wasn't wasn't really that strong. Um, but it doesn't mean she can't appear in other things as well. Uh, so this seems this feels like one of those. We don't know if Moon Knight's going to be back either. So it feels like one of those things where like okay, we did the thing, and now we'll see her appear maybe in series or someone else's series or in a movie or something like that. So I don't think the okay. character's done, but the show might be done. But I don't think the character's done. Okay, Ty, you think it's uh, you think it's over, and is that a good idea? Do we need a She-Hulk too? Uh, we absolutely don't. Uh, <laughs> and, um, I hope. I, I mean, you know, you know how we 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 
we kind of tore this this whole she hope. I mean, if if, you, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna get better visual effects, if you're not mm. gonna get better CGI, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna if you're not gonna get a quality writer to write a quality script, just move on from it. Uh, like th th there was nothing about She Hulk, um, the series that was like, oh, we can't wait for season two. Uh, and that, and that's I mean that's if you're if you're if your whole point of of doing a series is to make money and make a profit then uh yeah if you want to use the character i'm with omar you know just throw her into whatever you know other series you want to throw her into as a, as just a character within the mcu but as far as continuing a storyline based upon it because i think the whole series ended with um looking like it was it was going to go into more of the hulk uh you know because i think it ended with scar pulling up and uh and and stuff like that right if i'm if i remember correctly uh -huh. Uh -huh. yes but yeah, it seemed like it was going to transition into something, you know, with the Hulk. So she can she can show up in whatever the Hulk, whatever Hulk series they 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 uh, might might uh, choose. So so she Hulk lives, but her series dies. I don't know. I got a feeling that we might hear more about this this as we get more developments. But it doesn't sound like the world is that. Uh, Steph, uh, did you? I remember we. Did, I remember we we force watched you force watched She Hulk. <laughs> did you do you have any opinion? <laughs> any opinion? I appreciate a series led by a woman of color and the beautiful gowns, gorgeous <laughs> gowns. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Tiffy, uh, did you uh? Did you uh we're, we were just talking about um how She Hulk may not be coming back. Uh A, do you think okay, that answers <laughs> that answers my first question was do you think that it will not be coming back? And the second one was, does it even I guess that do you think that I'm reading this wrong? Because it doesn't we haven't gotten a definitive no, there will not be a season two. But what we're getting is doesn't sound like it's happening. Am I reading this wrong, or what? Are you I, it sounds like it doesn't sound like it's happening, and I think that's great. I that was one of the worst <laughs> shows, and I watched every episode. I hated She Hulk so much. <laughs> she Hulk to me, I was angry every episode, and then because they also had the audacity to be like, "We're gonna do this cheeky thing," and I'm like, "You're not cute enough. You're so cute, but you're not cute enough to make this waste of my time." Okay, mm. you're being like, and we're gonna do this in the episode because we're this. You were too self aware and poked too much fun at yourself. Like, okay, you knew that you were lacking in terms of the show. That shit was all over the place. I'll never get over the fashion. That was an insult. Mm -hmm. Not you leading up to her getting a whole wardrobe from Lou Jacobson, and then she shows up at her friend from high school's wedding in that blue polka dot dress. I would have found a way. I don't know how, because I understand that she's a She-Hulk. You're in my wedding and you show up green, bitch. <laughs> she, I mean, she, Jennifer was so stupid. I, I hated her. I hated her so much. Don't ask me about She-Hulk again. It's making her cortisol levels rise. I see. I see. Well, well, uh, uh, Omar, is that not is is from comic book to screen? Is there any uh, comic accuracy with the personality of Jennifer versus She-Hulk? No, because uh, she loved being uh, she loved being She-Hulk. And I was like, oh, I get to finally right. I take up space in the room and whatnot. Uh, so it, I outside of it, it felt like the real pick me team thing. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Ooh, I don't even think that that's yeah, a, the yeah. yeah that, I, I think that was actually that word a lot. 
Yeah, I think that was yeah. That's that. I think I'm like I'm like <laughs> I believe that was Tiffy's. <laughs> that was Tiffy's expertise on that one too. Uh, but yeah, so it was like, but she like when she gets oh you can't transform back. Like, yeah, I love this, and that's why she would always stay in, in the um, stay in that form and everything like that. But she she's a great she's a great character. She's representing the X Men right now. Like she it'd be nice if we saw her more like she can be funny and goofy and everything like that. But like if we did like the real law shit like in Daredevil and whatnot, like that would have been dope too. But like yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's could have could have been great, but it was. It, it, but it, but we saw it wasn't. Vince, I just sent you ten pictures of She Hulk and what we could have had. Share Absolutely. them with the yeah. people. Yeah. I, will, I will. I will. I will make this uh, known to the public. Uh, oh yeah, that's what we could have had. I, I, I just did a video yeah. about She Hulk and fashion, so I have yeah. to, I have those at the ready. But like when they talked about fashion and She Hulk, that's what. I wanted to see because that's what She-Hulk is in the comics. That's her confidence. Uh, that's yep. how she is as a person. So that is not what we got in this series at all. Okay. What What about? Is it, let me ask you this: What aspect? And this is the last question. I promise. And uh, uh, Tiffy, this ain't directed you. Said, so don't ask you about She-Hulk. So <laughs> uh, but uh, what aspect of this series was trashed based on the CGI alone? Like how much? If the CGI was pristine, like if it was Jurassic Park level. You know what I'm saying? I can't tell. If there's would it would it have made a significant difference in the reception of this movie? Ty, do you think? Well, first of all, it didn't even have to be pristine. It just had to be good. <laughs> I like it was. It was like I already told you. Anytime you see a, a Hulk looking like they're riding a wave runner, uh, <laughs> when they're walking across the screen, like come on, like this. It was just. Horrible. Like there was like there's really there the best part of She-Hulk was when it ended. Oh my mm. god. That wow. was the best part of She-Hulk was when it ended. Mm. The series, not the character, but the series itself. It was it like I'm with Tippy. It was and and it's it's it, like you now are contending with secret invasion. It's hard to be like, yo, this shit was <laughs> oh worse god. than secret invasion, but it was no secret invasion oh, was terrible. Bro. No secret invasion oh, was terrible. Wow. But this but this, mm -mm. yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, 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 they definitely one and two for the worst uh, Marvel series uh, 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 update. I think I'm definitely an outlier on this one. I actually didn't mind the show per my background. I thought it was it was a cool way to kind of take us out of the serious. Oh, we lost everybody in Endgame and all these other mm -hmm. things to go to a humorous show that was basically all about just making light and poking fun of a lot of Marvel shit. I love the fourth wall being broken. At Daredevil, I mean, excuse me, uh, Deadpool's the only other one that we know that does that as frequently as happens. But uh, I didn't think it was as terrible as everybody's saying, but I get it. I get it. There was a lot of really fucked up shit that happened to make the stallion. There's some cringe moments. But yeah, these are yeah. some pretty dope uh, 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 fits. I ain't gonna lie, Tiffy. Thanks for sending these over. And it would have been nice to have seen some of these portrayed. For those who did follow the comic, yeah, I could definitely see how you would feel like you had been robbed by watching this show. Um, but man, I, 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 I hope, my hope is that the show will continue but be much better. I'm not going to lie. I know y'all hated the first season, but I think it I think a sophomore season 2 way better, better CGI, better writing, better villainry. Maybe we give it a second. No, according to the fake, nobody agrees with me like you just see the time is valuable. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, let's move, let's move on to something that might be a little bit more worth your time, and that is an animated series of which I've fallen in love with, my daughter and I, which is set to be released season two as of next week. That's Moon Girl. I don't know if we have any Moon Girl fans on yep. this panel. Raise your hand if you're a Moon Girl person. You, you've watched it, seen, seen it, it, heard of it. Okay, we move. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yo, Moon Girl, we love it. New Lunella Lafayette, all right, killing it out there in I think the up the lower east side. It is right. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, her superpower is her brain. Come on, Brad, this young lady, Brad, killing it. And here's something else. And uh, Tiffy, Stephanie, tell me if y'all feel the same way. If you watched the actual series, season one, they are so subliminal. With some of their uh, some, with some of the shit that they got going on, there is an episode where there's a white woman who's a villain of the Lower East Side, and what she does is she steals electricity mm-hmm. from the city of the Lower East Side. There is a white woman taking power from the hood. Are you feeling me? There is another episode where the black where the black woman's hair is the villain because it just won't act right. There's a whole 30 minute episode where I get to watch with my daughter the struggles of a black woman and her hair and what they have to do and how this has never been portrayed in an animated series is beside me. And I think it's so groundbreaking and monumental. Ladies, what say y'all? Am I in the right field of mindset here when it comes to how dope Moon Girl is, Tiffy, Stephanie? Yeah, I love Moon Girl. I love how cute it is. I love the music for it. And every time she goes to fight, like the soundtrack is crazy. Uh, and it actually reminds me a lot of Jessica's Big Little World, which was the follow-up to Craig of the Creek. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's his little sister and her like preschool adventures where you're like, this must be a show for a little, little kid. Maybe. I don't think so. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if this was supposed to be for a little, little kid. I enjoy it. And it's crazy to see like, like again, like this little black girl experience things with her hair or things that are so right. unique to the black experience. And it's just in a cartoon and right. it's there. And we did not have that coming up. And it's so, so beautiful to see. So I love that we saw that. We get to see that with like, everyday stuff with uh, Jessica's big little world, but also with moon girl, we see her in this superhero space and just be so black and unapologetic about it. And her friend, her friend being an influencer. And that Uh is seen as a positive when normally influencers and shows are always ridiculed. I think that that's one of the most refreshing parts. Like, she yeah. like she's her little influencer friend and she's always there with her camera and i'm just like oh i feel seen so that i think it's so cute <laughs> you can identify with the character right it I always with her. she's just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for the content i'm like <laughs> what do you think steph so actually i haven't seen it i just support it for its blackness um but i feel now like maybe i'll actually go and watch it so i just Plus one, everything Tiffy said. I agree. <laughs> let me let me ask you this. This is this is an awkward question, so I'm gonna apologize before I even say it. But it, it, I, I want to tackle it because I don't think that I think it is necessary. It is called Moon Girl. All right. It, 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 is there a way? Like I, I don't have any sons. Okay, but I wonder if this is the type of show that I would have to like tell my son look bro this show is dope you know just because it's called moon girl don't sit there and try to act like you can't watch like is that a factor in this you know what i'm saying like because i i the show is dope as shit like devil dynasty is crazy what's up ty i can answer that prince loves it uh, oh yeah, for real? Okay, okay. yeah yeah like and 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 that's not even a discussion you have to have 
Yeah. Uh, like that, like just, just, just to put that out there, it's okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So, okay. so, uh, yeah, that like my son, like it. Look, good, good content is good content. I'm not going. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, because it's a girl and you should watch this or not. Nah, this is one of those, those, those really, really good animated shows where you know you're just because you're not a girl, it, you, he's right. got long hair, still has the same issues. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so I mean, like, you know what I mean? So, at the, at the end of the at the end of the day, it is a it is a great animated show, and I would love to see a live action Moon Girl. And by the way, if you need someone to uh, play the character of Moon Girl, I would suggest the young lady who's playing on that show, Percy Jackson, right now. She mm. is she is killing it. Percy Jackson. You yeah, but uh-huh. the, the the little girl on Percy Jackson, the little black girl um, that plays um uh Athena's uh Athena's uh daughter, yo, she is killing it, bro. Like okay. she is killing that. You might as well call that her show, cause uh yo yo, I'm dead. If you have not watched this little girl, yo, she don't play the radio. She's smart. She's tough. She's brave. She's she's the type that won't leave you behind. She's like yo, like yo, like like everything you could you could imagine. This this little girl is encapsulating that character. So, yeah. Okay. Girl, live action. Yo, and, and here's why I love this show. The prospect for it to become live action is so it's so seamless. You know what I'm saying? Like she's right there in New York. Who else is in New York? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Nigga, goddamn nigga, Spider-Man, Daredevil, She-Hulk, goddamn nigga, everybody. Nigga, Mike Panther was in New York for a little while. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, so how hard would that be? And they've already got Ironheart coming out. We've got a live action Ironheart. So it's only a step further. And let's not forget Miss Lunella ain't no bullshit. Okay, smartest woman in the Marvel Universe. Smartest Damn person. person. Smartest person. Smartest person. Me. Smartest person. Yeah. I, excuse me. Smartest person, motherfucker. We're not even mm-hmm. considering that just as a gender. Yeah. I'm talking about over over Reed Richards, bitch. Over Bruce Banner, bitch. Fuck all y'all, goddammit. This little young lady in middle school is kicking y'all ass. All right, all right. I'm going to get off my soapbox right quick. But uh, yeah. we'll talk about it a little bit next week as well because I do have a clip from one of our uh, prior guests who is actually playing a role. Oh, sure. In the Moon Girl series. So we'll play that clip next week. But yes, needless to say, we are all geeked up and excited about Moon Girl, especially since me and Kiki cosplayed as Moon Girl and, Di- and Devil Dinosaur last year. But mm-hmm. now we're on to some trailers. So we got to the last few minutes of the show. So with this time, since we are less likely to be uh, taken off of the air, uh, mm-hmm. we would like to spend this showing a preview or two if we can fit them in. The first one that I would like to show you guys, I haven't watched the full one yet. Hopefully it goes all the way through. But if you were fans of Jordan Peele and fans of the movie Nope, then this may be right up your alley. That's right. I am talking about none other than the trailer for Monkey Man. And uh, Monkey Man, for those of y'all that uh, didn't see, nope, uh, was a major part of this. Let's go ahead and give it a quick look-see and talk oh, about yeah. it on the other end. See y'all in a second. Oh. Close your eyes. And you will find yourself. When I was a boy, my mother used to tell me a story of a demon king and his army. They brought fire 
and Dara to the land. Until they face the protector of the people. The white monkey. The job no one wants to do. I'll do it. Anyone who forgets their place doesn't turn out well for them. This is not the place to work if you can't handle that sort of stuff. Every day, I've prayed for a way to protect the weak. I've got an answer to every prayer. I call her Nikki. Minaj, big bumper, nice headlights. Let's boogie. Just one small number no. can burn down everything. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for a fight? One, two, I, first, I had Deb Battelle, and I was like, "You didn't even say anything else." But wait, wait, wait! Is Deb Battelle throwing hands? I'm like, oh, oh. "I'm here, I'm here." Like, I, yeah, yeah. The only yeah. thing that got me, I was like, "Damn, what the fish do?" Because while wow, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> fish, yo, so Omar, let us into your brain, bro. What's your thoughts on the trailer? Oh, I saw the shit, and I was like, "Okay, it was, it was just the only," because <laughs> I'm like, "Oh." He was like, oh, like, like, oh, they're going like a John Wick type thing. Like, nah, fuck all that. Anytime, if it's about revenge, I don't give a fuck. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, revenge for your mama? Let's go. Like, hey, even fucking better. And I love seeing, like, different. What I like seeing is different portrayals and different body types doing different things. So, like, to see, like, this really lanky guy doing martial arts and shit like that, amazing. And then to that, it takes place in, uh, it looks like it takes place in India as well. And um, I know in 
sometimes that's really hard to keep people's attention when it's not taking place like in America and shit like that. But like they made that shit look beautiful. The only thing with the title, I'm like, why'd you call it Monkey Man? But then I realized, oh yeah, wait a minute, Hanuman is the deity. Like he's talking about the white monkey, the white god, the, the white uh, monkey that was to protect him, Hanuman. And I'm like, oh shit, the same one that was referenced in fucking Black Panther. Like yeah, that's this monkey deity. And I'm like, I'm fucking with it. Like yeah, I'm fuck. I'm fucking with the mask looked hard, the, the underground fighting rope. Any like my man was like, it looked like he's doing Mutai uh Mutai as well. I'm like the fighting style looks different as well. So I'm like, I hope we get to see like highlights. Maybe it's a, if it's a either if it's Mutai or an Indian fighting style. I'm like, I'm all for it. And underworld and shit too. Like, yeah, and it's written and direct written and directed, uh, and the screenplay is written by Dev Patel. Like, come on, come on. Like this is yeah, come on. This is this is it. This is what I want. Yo, I mean, nuts. Uh, um Steph. Tiffy, Ty, in that order, like your thoughts, uh, any if uh, uh, on this trailer, uh, what what say you, Steph? I'm glad that it exists. I see the importance of the representation. I probably will not be seeing it. I'm not a big fan of real violent movies. Mm. When I do watch them, it's only because Denzel Washington is doing it. Um, <laughs> I'll watch him do anything, um, but stylistically it's not it's not really for me but i love that it exists because i think that different kinds of people deserve to see themselves in every kind of film and i love that indian people who love action movies like this have one that really centers them i think that's important mm -hmm. so i might even buy a ticket i'm just probably not gonna watch it but i support <laughs> it well i i support jordan jordan peele's production but i mean i you know i have a whole opinion of, of the other thing, but uh, but I, it sounds like Steph basically just said, I love this for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffy, what say you? And then Ty, uh, about the trailer, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, at first I was concerned because I'm like, I, all I heard was Jordan Peele and Monkey Man, and I was like, well, why would he do that? Right, um, right. So, like, so I'm like, okay, now I understand yes. more. And then also hearing the backstory of Dev Patel not being able to get support or, you know, uh, have his movie produced or it was oh I mean, that's what that's I, I mean story. that's what I had read that he was it was going to be like a more indie type film or uh -huh. something of that nature like please don't quote me on that and then Jordan Peele stepped in to produce it which gave it an opportunity yeah. to go to the big screen. Nice. I do not know how true that is but I'm like oh that's a neat story. Either way however it came about I'm very happy to see the trailer and to because it looks amazing. I wouldn't necessarily consider. I I think on paper I would say that I I am not an action film girl, but I think that I am. I think I do actually like action films. Um, so I would see that. I would look forward to seeing that. So I like a good revenge story as well. Fuck people up. Mm -hmm. They deserve it. Not yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> they all got to die. But uh, definitely like I'm I'm here for a good revenge. See. But <laughs> <laughs> we're running low on time, so Ty, let's get your thoughts real quick, bro. And let's wrap on up. All right, two things. Uh, I saw the trailer. One thing I've never seen in a movie is a person kill someone with a knife in their mouth. He did. Uh -huh. He he killed somebody in in an elevator scene with the knife in his mouth and killed the dude with the with the with the. That's that's next level. And then, uh, and then for me, I can always appreciate uh, realism. And uh -huh. uh, jumping through a window is not easy. It's not yeah. Yeah. Um, and and more 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 likely than not, uh, you will probably bounce off the shit the first time. Uh, <laughs> uh, not, not to say that I've ever jumped through a window, but 
Yeah. yeah. No, it's not as easy as it looks in movies. So I, I, I did love the realism there. Like, yo, for real. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, big bro. And thanks everybody for watching. We're going to go ahead and start wrapping up real quick uh, for this week's show. We will have another broadcast tomorrow. So tune in then, but thanks once again, for everybody on IG, Instagram, which is the same thing, obviously uh, uh, X, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, as well as those listening on the sites. Uh, also want a quick shout out. We asked a question at the beginning of this broadcast. What was the nerdiest thing you did this week? And here are a couple of our answers. We got somebody said that they bought, Two new cosplay outfits, and that's pretty cool. And then Lisa says the only nurse thing she did was made a PowerPoint presentation about Hades and Dark. Oh, Jesus. But that sounds pretty, that sounds pretty fucking cool, too, anyway, Lisa. But anyway, guys, please enjoy the remainder of your weekend. And as always, as we always say, be your authentic self, because if you ain't, then you being fake. Go ahead, go like our other sites. If you know us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, please, and Twitter, it, go ahead and like that if you haven't already. But in all things, if you's a geek, be authentically a geek. Go ahead, let that geek flag fly. Deuces! Hey guys, I love the new blurred order. You should too. Ah! <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs>